0: What certifications are available for information security professionals or those looking to get into information security welcome to the exploring information security podcast where you will learn explore and grow your security mindset i am your host timothy d block and in this episode we will be exploring what certifications are available for the information security professionals or those looking to get into information security with me today to do that is Ralph Callum of Training Concepts. Ralph,
1: how are you? Oh, doing great, Tim. Uh, how, how about you? I
0: am doing fantastic. So first awesome. off, why should an information security professional, someone looking to get into InfoSec, get a certification?
1: All right. So a lot of reasons, uh, certifications, obviously. Uh, one of the biggest part of it is uh, when you get into IT in general, it builds a solid foundation for... Uh, growth uh, gives gives you a chance to build your skills up, helps you advance your career. But not only that, it's also great for a lot of corporations. They look to uh, those certifications to be able to kind of prove, uh, you know, your your foothold uh, in the uh, in your um, overall position in the organization. So a lot of businesses will require uh, certain certification and, re- and you know in- required for just employment in general. Uh, certification is a great. You know, way to increase your salary in some cases, and also, uh, in general, build your confidence um, in IT. So, what are some of the certifications
0: that are available for the security professional or someone looking to get into information security?
1: Oh yeah, there's so there's so uh, so many of them. Basically, a uh, the way I tell a lot of people it kind of breaks into uh, different levels. So, if you're looking to start out with certifications, um, especially with regards to InfoSec, um, there's the CompTIA certifications. You know, you've got your A+, your Net+, Security+, a lot of those will fill the groundwork and some of that foundational stuff. So, for example, like in the A+, you might learn what is a data bus, and you might learn how the interaction happens between the CPU and memory. And so, you get some of that stuff. But you also get an introduction to binary and machine language. So, if you're wanting to go into programming or you're trying to just, in general, Get your foothold and what am I going to do? uh, It's a very good foundational um, type of certification. And then from there, you know, of course, the Net Plus and the Security Plus. um, Net Plus is great because it goes over things like just communications in general. You know, how does a packet flow from a source to a destination? Uh, In security, you start getting your uh, understanding of, okay, well, what's the role and the responsibility of a firewall? How does an IDS fit into all of this? And then understandably, the most important thing is really just understanding risk you know, trying to find out what is a risk to an organization? How does that potentially uh, lead to an impact uh, for that organization? Then then from basics, you know, you go into uh, intermediate type of certifications. There's a bunch of those as well. Uh, the intermediate level, they're going to kind of take some of the foundational stuff that you learn with the basic stuff and kind of build on that. So um, CompTIA has one that's more of advanced over that Security Plus called the, uh, um It is uh, for, you know, security practitioners, advanced security practitioner is what it stands for. And Then from there, if you want to get your hands on, because a lot of those classes, they focus so heavily on foundation building skills and understanding that they don't really have a lot of time to build in these uh, exercises. You know, things like the certified ethical hacker from easy Council, or uh, if you're wanting uh, to look at, um, you know, how do I get in and kind of start to, uh, you know, analyze my network? How do I understand the risk better and, you know, really get some hands on? Uh, there's that class, and also the CEH, which is another one of their certifications. There that also it, it offers more of a um, from a perspective of a defense. You know, how do I look at a potential attack on my organization, and how do I deconstruct it? How do I look at you know what this malware was attempting to do within the organization itself? And then of course from there you got your more advanced certifications, and that can be anything from uh, the CISSP, which is uh, IC Squared's uh, kind of golden boy, so to speak, with certifications. Uh, EC Council has one as well that is um, a licensed penetration tester. It kind of takes that CEH to the next level. And then also from offensive security, the guys that do Cali uh, Linux, uh, they offer a lot of good certifications. One of the ones that I think is really good, it's a whole 24-hour practical exam. The, uh, the uh, security, um, certified security professional there um, uh, is a really good certification as well.
0: So I like that. I like how you broke it down on known three other basic certifications intermediate and advanced i I, I don't, I've never actually thought about them that way. Um, and I really like the the basic certifications that you included, the A plus and network plus because I, those aren't specifically security certifications, but they are, like a foundation for everything else. So a lot of people. Um, well, actually, I don't want to say a lot of people, but you know, getting into IT, you want to kind of learn the basics. Like you said, like where how an IPS fits into a into a into a network, and and uh, how you know the servers work and computers in general. And I think those. I think I think it's great that you brought those two up as as the starting point.
1: Sure. I mean, a lot of the stuff, even if you're going to get into, uh, like, pen testing, if you start doing um, uh, reverse uh, analysis of programs, you're, you're going to use assembly. You're going to use, start using some of the hexadecimal. You're going to understand things maybe from a binary, binary level. So. A lot of those kind of lay the foundation for a lot And communications in general, networking, uh, you know, all of us, you know, hate to say that we we know about the OSI model, but it's a very important model to kind of see how the packet kind of gets transformed and how it moves along the network wire. And then also uh, just in general, uh, you know, how all of the network services work together. I mean, it, it talks about, okay, what is DNS and, you know, how can it help the network or how can it be a burden to the network? a lot of those uh, certifications also really help with building a a foundation for troubleshooting uh, um, for IT as well in general.
0: Yeah. So when, when should someone get certified? I got my A plus after I had been in the Navy for six years, I got out and there just wasn't much opportunities there. And like, so I had a good understanding of kind of a lot of the A plus, a lot of the A plus concepts and, and topics and content. So that, that, Certification was actually a breeze for me to, to study for and pass. But then I went for my Network Plus, and I didn't have as much networking experience, and I seemed to really struggle with that. In your opinion, which, when would be a good time for someone to go get certified?
1: Uh, a, lo- a lot of it is more of a personal question. Um, I, I think, you know, honestly, there's, there's just lots of ways to get certified. But, uh, you know, in order to get, you know, you kind of have to find out where you are in your journey. And so if you are uh, interested in IT, if you're just interested in computers, really, uh, the A-plus is great for anybody that wants to, uh, you know, take an interest in IT. You know, IT is never going to go away. It's always a striving market. And then InfoSec, too, uh, as well, is just kind of a specialized field. But I think the biggest part is really just to kind of find your niche. What I see a lot of students when they come to the certification classes, they're trying to find out, well, do I want to become a DBA or do I want to become a SharePoint administrator, an exchange administrator? Maybe I want to be a network engineer. So, you know, where do you fit into that? And I think a lot of those core foundational classes, they help to kind of guide you in the direction. And then from those, you can kind of pick and choose. Now, there is also, you know, a lot of, especially if you've already been hands on with some of this stuff. There's a lot of good pre-assessment types of determination of what skill set you have. So you can even go to the EC Council website and they have, you know, what are some of the, the concepts uh, uh, that these particular certifications will cover. And then you can kind of see where you're at, kind of a almost a litmus test of see where you are from a perspective of uh, InfoSec.
0: So one of the most frustrating things, and I guess this kind of goes along with, with the previous question too, uh, is – Figuring out which certifications to take, and I think we've covered. Are are, are the ones that you've covered already? Kind of you, uh, w- what you considered, kind of the base and the, the general. Because it, like you said, we've you've got, you've got about nine different certifications here, but there's a lot more. I mean, we're talking ISACA. Oh yeah, and, a whole bunch. Yeah, there's just a whole bunch. And, and one of the things that I've struggled with, within information security, is just knowing which one
1: to go, get. Right. And, and unless you've talked to somebody that's kind of actually uh, been, with, or been with these courses or someone that's been, um, you know, teaching the courses like I do, uh, it's, it's going to be hard. So I'll give you a, a classic example of this. Uh, the difference between the CompTIA certification, which is their advanced certification, the CASP, and the IC Squared's uh, CISSP. So basically, both of these are high-level certifications, uh, but the, for the CISSP, it has a mandatory requirement of five years' experience, uh, and some of the domains that are discussed there. So it's a, a higher uh, from, a, from a depth perspective, uh, and that's kind of why it fits into that, a more advanced cl- uh, uh, class because it's such a high depth of knowledge. Uh, and, and there are some other ones out there. It really depends on when you get those core fun foundational classes out of the way, then you can kind of focus on the others because without really taking something like CSSP, you, you might not know, well, okay, how important is the administrative side of InfoSec? Uh, how important is the, uh, the technical side of InfoSec and how it kind of fits into business? Um, how, how, believe it or not, InfoSec professionals r- really are rooted in things like project management. And so a lot of the things that you discover in those foundational classes, then you can start branching off. And, and for me, I, 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 I weigh towards more of the technical side. So I like the CEH and I like the uh, CHFI and any course where I can actually get hands-on experience. And something that can advance my skill set in that, but there's also the management side of things. And so if you're in management, of course, CISSP holds a lot of weight. CISM holds a lot of weight from a certification perspective for for managers. And then, of course, there are vendor certifications. Uh, There's a lot of those. I I didn't even mention Cisco. I mean, Cisco, (laughs) Palo Alto. Uh, uh, you know, there's lots of focused certifications, uh, even in, in case, uh, so some of the forensic side of things, you can Mm -hmm. certify in some of those specific, uh, you know, more specialized, but uh, I think I really do feel like the foundation should help you to kind of guide you in the direction. Either. Do I want to be more on the management side? Do I want to wear multiple hats? Uh, within the company? Do I want to be a red teamer? Do I want to be a blue teamer? Do I want to do auditing? Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of that kind of goes into uh, how someone kind of figures out what certifications are best for them.
0: Right. Is there is there like a resource that kind of that you know of that Kind of encompasses all these different certifications. And because that's like I said, other than just Googling and listening to people talk about specific certifications, is there a resource that you know of that has like all these certifications that kind of explains it or has like some kind of roadmap?
1: Uh, Sure. You know, I, I mean, a lot of the, you know, every year, uh, like, you know, for example, SAS, CISO or uh, some of the websites like uh, Tom's Hardware, IT Hardware, they'll actually discuss like 2015 top certifications. And then they'll kind of go and break down each one of those certifications. And in the list, usually you see, you do, and we hadn't even mentioned, there's a lot of Microsoft stuff out there that we didn't even talk mm-hmm. about. So obviously, we focus more on Infrasec. But then, you know, from a, uh, from a server perspective, you know, the MCSA, MCSE, that's still alive and well today, even though they've named it differently uh, for, you know, things like Server 2012. So if you're going to be a server admin, really does help you to get your MCISA uh, as your kind of foundation uh, understanding of server administration. Um, so, uh, you know, a lot of those, uh, you know, I look at those from time to time to kind of, you know, find the pulse of where things are. But a lot of things that I do, at least for where I work, uh, we do these certifications in addition to uh, a lot of other certifications that kind of focus on where is your um, overall journey and then kind of how does how can we push you in and finding that particular thing that you want to be able to accomplish from a certification perspective? Because, again, these certifications, they're excellent uh, from an from a overall uh, skill set building, and they're overall excellent for resume building and learning some of the content, uh, fixing some of the things like not knowns. But, you know, in, in the end, it really depends on what you want to do with uh, your focus in IT.
0: So, how many certifications should someone get?
1: Oh man, that's a, that's a really hard question. Um, is there such a thing as too many? I, I, I don't know. Um, so, uh, if, if know, they
0: start falling <laughs> off the business card, I think they'd be too many.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, people ask me this all the time in class, and and really, um, once and it goes back to the same thing. It really depends on what you want to focus on. If your uh, organization. And maybe you're not in a, a InfoSec. Maybe you want to focus on building a better communications in your organization. So you want to do things like Idle or you want to do things like uh, PMP or project management. You know, I, I see uh, the benefit even on uh, I, in InfoSec with regards to Red Team and being able to be a good project manager and being able to kind of keep up with the things in the project, especially if you're managing a team. So uh, it really does you know, finding out and focusing on what is the area that your discipline is going to focus on. And then is it's is going to be management, auditing, red team, blue team, or maybe you wear multiple hats. You know, finding that discipline is really the best thing. And then over certification, uh, you know, I, I don't know. Um, a lot of certification takes a lot of time and dedication. So if you're not the person, you know, it's just like anything. If, if you want, if you want it, you're passionate about it. You'll put the time in for it and it'll prove, it'll prove to be a good thing. If you look at, you know, the, the person that's certified versus the not certified and obviously experience has a lot to do with it as well. But uh, again, that's going to push them a little bit further and okay, they're serious. They went and took the class. They uh, made that first step forward. And even if they don't get certified, they definitely showed the effort that is uh, that passion that people are looking for from overall business perspective.
0: Well, so uh, one of the things I'm thinking about when you, when you talk about that is that, that I think you can get over-certified because a lot of these certifications require some kind of maintenance on them
1: oh, and, so
0: and re- in refreshing within like three years or you know doing CPEs.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, one of the things is, and this comes up a lot, and I mention it on every class that I teach, so there's continuing ed credits. But the nice thing about continuing ed credits, believe it or not, is they keep you in the knowledge. If you go on inter job interview, I, I guarantee probably one of the questions that's going to come up is how do you keep up with things. And so are you know what do you use to continue yourself uh, learning the skills and building yourself up. And so I, I think that's good that they have the built in continuing ed credits and uh, just like this podcast, uh, you know things like that can be proofs and point that you're staying and moving in the right direction. So, uh, yeah, maybe you have to do that continuing ed and you have to keep those things up, but I don't necessarily know if that's a bad thing. Uh, the only person that I know, uh, or there's other certifications out there that don't require the CECs, but uh, Microsoft is really the most prevalent, but... Every time you certify on Microsoft product, you know because the products change so often, uh, that's how they keep up with you uh, as far as the credits and not having you required any credits. CompTIA, EC Council, IC Squared, all these guys they require some type of continuing education.
0: All right, so so how do how do how does someone typically get certified?
1: All right, so a couple of different ways. Obviously, uh, attending a certification class. Um, it, it, I'm going to kind of be biased here a little bit, uh, is definitely one way I would <laughs> say you, you would do it. Uh, the thing here with certified classes is, um, they're structured, they're formalized. Plus you might be very, uh, again, if you're in the foundational uh, type of certification group, you might be very young to this. And so you might say, well, I, I have a lot of not knowns. And so I want to go into a class and I want to sit down. It might be like drinking from the fire hose because we oftentimes hear that. But, uh, you know, it, it's approving a, a point, right? And, and so eventually, by going through kind of a, one of these certified classes, you, you get a lot of um, skill building through these particular classes. Now, that's not the only way, obviously, you, you, you know, prerequisites, like, for example, experience, that definitely helps in these particular types of certifications. So if you're, you know, living, breathing, InfoSec, and you do stuff all the time in relation to InfoSec, then, yeah, take one of those assessment tests and see how long or how far along you are. So that you have a better gauge you know you might be able to just skip the training or the training altogether and go straight for the certification i know several of the uh, like the sans certifications uh, you can pay outright not have to go to the sans training and actually take the certification and it's the same with some of those other classes too so definitely the prerequisites and the experience definitely helps out and then of course you know Scheduling it with a ProMetric or a Pearson VUE testing center or something like that or where you can actually go sit the test, I think is definitely, uh, um, you know, basically the best way to get certified. And then, of course, one thing I always tell everybody, you know, get into a discussion group. There's lots of discussion groups on the Internet. You know, it might be a, a security discussion group or a security forum. Um, you know, a good example, of one form I love is Stack Exchange. So Stack Exchange got a lot of different things. You know, from a PowerShell user perspective, I use it PowerShell a lot. So I'm always constantly going there and submitting to that particular community. So keep that you know community vibe going, keep that forum vibe going. Plus, also uh, maybe in your local area, you could attend like a test prep seminar. A lot of places have the, these kind of groups that meet uh, for the overall focus and the purpose of getting certified on a particular product.
0: All right. So, what is and you want to get one here? What is the one certificate to
1: rule them all? Oh man, that is tough. So from I'm speaking totally from my own personal opinion here, Uh, I'm going to have to go with EC Council CEH. Now, it's not a perfect certification, um, but, you know, it, it definitely does have the most well balanced as far as the content versus the hands-on activities and the labs and the tool building, a, a lot of what we do, I, I know from a pen test perspective, I'm always looking for the newest tool that can help me do X, Y, Z. And so uh, maybe you're new to tools like Nessus or Hydra or Mimikatz or whatever. Well, this particular certification might be a good certification to start getting you exposed to some of the tools that people use. Plus, it also gets you exposed to uh, building your own tools, and so you'll you'll start to learn little Bash. You might start to use a little Python, PowerShell, and you might even start to build your own tools. So for me, I'm a little biased. I like that course a lot. Plus, I've you know, of course, added a lot of content to it. But overall, I, I think from a well-rounded perspective, it, it 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 tops the cake for me at least.
0: So, is there a a jumping point after is there another certification after the CEH that would be good cuz oh, we you had wait. you had it listed as an intermediate certificate so if you sure. take the CEH
1: what's the next step um offensive security it's got to be uh you know i'm kind of biased towards these guys i really like cali linux as a distribution in general and overall um uh, when i took the OSC- as oscp um uh, it was an amazing experience um i i thought uh, the labs were well thought out. Um, I, I like the certification exam overall in general. I like the experience. And then they have several of those types of certifications. So if you want to get one on uh, you know, wireless, you want to get one on several other different certifications, the offensive security group at offensivesecurity.com, they, they got some really good certifications there. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. So final question from me is what, and I probably should have started with this one, was uh, what certifications do you have?
1: Oh, man. Um, so um, I started out a long time ago uh, with just the MCP. That was my first certification. I got Microsoft Professional. They don't even have that one anymore. Um, and from there, I got into um, a server administration. So I did a lot of server administration with 2003, 2008, and, of course, now 2012. So I have all of my M- MCSE, MCSA, and then I started to specialize. So at training concepts, the place I work. I do a lot of SharePoint work, so I have some SharePoint certifications. And so that's my, I guess, server administration side of the house. Uh, For CompTIA, you know, I have the A+, the Net+, Security+, Casp. So majority of the ones we kind of mentioned there. Uh, In fact, uh, all all the ones we've (laughs) mentioned so far tonight uh i do have all of those certifications and so uh, back to the uh continuing ed credits that is uh, quite the challenge keeping up with all those various different certifications and making sure you, you submit your cpes for uh for each of those right. um so uh, i have uh, all the company is um ec council um, so ceh and chfi and of course i have my cssp um so it's a majority and i probably forgot some but <laughs> just too many to name really again right that whole too many, I think there is exactly that sometimes.
0: So, so your business card is just like a like alphabet soup, essentially.
1: Let's put it this way. I, I really don't even include them anymore. <laughs> so, much, so
0: many to keep them up with, you know? Right. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Excellent. Excellent. All
1: right. Is there anything else that
0: you'd like to mention that we haven't already discussed?
1: Okay. Well, yeah. I, I did want to plug a couple things. Uh, you know, I always like skill building. So I think some of the great ways from, from an InfoSec perspective to do skill building, if you're, especially if you're getting uh, into InfoSec and you really dig it, uh, Google has an excellent Python class. I, yeah, I think, I've, started,
0: I've actually started going uh, through that class. It's amazing. So good. It's good.
1: So, so P- Python in general, anything you can get your hands on uh, with learning Python and using Python, build your own tools. I think that really is uh, the focus for a lot of people because they come in and they say, what kind of discipline should I learn? Uh, Python or PowerShell. Uh, I, I, you know, I love some of the pen test tools coming out for post-exploitation, you know, PowerVail and uh, you know, PowerSploit. Some of those tools are amazing. So if you can get some PowerShell, get some Python, I really think those scripting languages are really important uh, to automate things and build your own tools. And then also if you're new, one thing I hear a lot of is you know, I don't have enough Linux experience. So um, you know, there's lots of great resources for that. Uh, I even put a link in the show notes there for uh, learning Linux uh, the hard way. You know, it just step-by-step step you through kind of learning some of those Linux commands. Because oftentimes maybe we work in uh, IT, we might be focused so heavily on Microsoft that we don't turn the other, uh, you know, cheek, so to speak. So uh, I think you should be well-versed. in anybody in InfoSec has to be comfortable with most platforms. So you have to be kind of comfortable in Windows, obviously, comfort- comfortable in Linux. And then if you use a Mac, of course, uh, as much Mac experience as you can get, it's good. Now also the other things I put is continue learning and it doesn't have to be a certified class. So, you know, I'm kind of biased to OWASP. I love OWASP. They have a lot of great projects. So some of the ones here, like um, I put uh, for vulnerable apps, you know, OWASP has the security shepherd, WebGoat, Matilda, Motilde um, and several others that are basically focused on you learning uh, or even teaching in a class and um, in- 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 doing things like exploring web application vulnerabilities. Uh, I know in the CEH class, Uh, We use the Google Diary, which is a, you know, a kind of a live version that Google has that that exploits things like cross-site scripting and file inclusion. Um, And then Vulnerable Hub. If you go to vulnerablehub.com, there's tons of vulnerable distros out there that people have built that you can actually start to, you know, learn how to break into, because obviously we want to do it from an ethical perspective. And then I put in the show notes uh, a couple of links for uh, building labs. I think it's so important for anybody in InfoSec to actually build a good lab at home that might have like the Web Security Dojo, for example, or might have Metasploitable 2, might have Kali Linux, might have several versions of Windows and start playing around with those. Uh, you know, the more comfortable you get with the various different systems that you're interacting with, uh, the uh, stronger you'll get with InfoSec. And then get into CTFs. There's lots of CTFs out there. Uh, CTF 365, exploit exercises, smash the stack over the wire there's just a ton of good ctf out there and if you can get involved in any of those uh, that definitely will push you a long way uh, in learning things in infosec.
0: excellent wow that's, that's a lot that's a lot to take in so yeah check out the show notes for that i'll have all the links in there and that will do it hopefully you learned something if you didn't drop me a line on twitter at timothydblock or email me at timothy.dblock at gmail.com and let me let me know what you didn't learn and we'll try to cover it in a future podcast Ralph anything you would like to plug
1: yeah visit our website Um, I work for a company called training concepts so it's just www.trainingconcepts.com we do a lot of remote live learning opportunities wide variety of disciplines virtualization security sharepoint network management uh, any of that stuff
0: so awesome. Awesome. So definitely go check that out. And that's going to do it. Have a good one.